There are a number of interesting and exceptional people in the Queensland property and development industry. There are also a number of innovative businesses and products out there hoping to revolutionise the industry. If you're a homeowner, architect, drafter, builder, and you're about to commence renovations on a building, before you can even start thinking about the fun stuff, designing, you need accurate measurements of the existing structure. Traditionally, you would physically go to site to undertake these measurements by hand and manually photograph walls and details. In this episode, I interview Braden Caulfield, who is the general manager at Sonto. We discuss the application of 3D scanning and modeling technologies to improve measurement accuracy and reduce manual labor. And who am I exactly? I'm Jessica Reynolds. I'm a town planner and owner of Urban Planners Queensland. You can find out more about me through upqld.com.au or give the company a follow on Instagram by searching Urban Planners Queensland. This episode is part of our Prop Tech or Technology and Property series, where I speak to those creating or using technology to improve how we work. This podcast series is accompanied by our YouTube channel, where you can visually see the interview as well as screen recordings of the product. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so <coughs> full name Braden James Andrew Caulfield. Where do you live? Uh, Norman Park. And what is your business? Sonto. What does Sonto do? Uh, Sonto is a land surveying company, okay. um, but we're also in spatial data as well. Okay. Yeah. And what are you here today to talk about? Uh, excitingly, I'm here to talk about uh, as uh, existing condition reports, um, okay. measure ups, 3D scanning, 3D modeling. Can you put that in layman's terms for someone who maybe has no idea what the hell you're talking about? We're just simplifying the process of measure ups. Okay, so a measure up is something that a designer or like who does that? Is it just designers or the builders? Like who out, goes out and does the measure ups? Uh, predominantly architects, building okay. designers, um, builders do it as well, um, interior designers. Okay, so we'll jump back into that. But first, what's the best thing about your job? Uh, talking to people, actually, I, I really enjoy getting out there and, and discussing with people and, and just, just finding ways how we can add value to people. That's okay. Very enjoyable. That's your favourite part about your job? Yeah. It's not the money? No. <laughs> I do like money too, but, but no. Okay, and what's your number one hobby? What do you do outside Kite of work? Surfing. Kite surfing. Yeah. Oh, relatable. Okay, <laughs> and what's one thing you want to learn in the next five years, work or otherwise related? Um, just how to be the, a better version of myself, really. Like, I know that that's really broad, but... Do you think yeah. you can get better? Absolutely. You think yeah, so? Everyone can get better. And yes, I can get better for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, so you've got this surveying business and what you, from what I've heard, you've got this other arm, which is to do with the measure ups. Yep. And I really want to delve into this a little bit more because I think most people understand surveying somewhat, but I'm really interested to know <laughs> what sort of technologies businesses are bringing in um, into their services that can yep. really, I guess, change the way that we do what we do. Yep. I think that's really interesting. So for, you, you said that this program and this, I don't know, is it like a program? Is it um, hardware? Like, what are you actually talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is actually both. Okay. So it, there's hardware and there's software. Um, so I, I guess I guess to give you a bit of a background on, on the reason why we've sort of gone down this mm -hmm. route and, and, and why we've even looked at this as an option. Mm -hmm. Um, was the conversations that I was having with architects and building designers, um, measure ups always seem to be a thing that, that they just have this gripe about. Okay, so um, it's a key pain point for a lot of designers and yeah, builders. Yeah, maybe not all, but, okay. but definitely some. Yep. Um, and, and definitely at some point in time, um, an architect or a building designer have had issues with measure ups. Mm -hmm. um, 
So whether what sort of issues? So whether that's like the time that they need to, to spend on site, okay. actually with a, with a distometer or a, or a tape measure, and then going back into the office and then building their models from that. Mm -hmm. um, often that is quite a timely process for a building designer or, or an architect. Okay. Um, and sometimes the, the time offset is actually not worth it for them. And, okay. And it's not, it's not some, some do charge for it, the measure ups. Um, but others don't and don't get paid for it. So. Okay, so at the moment it's a key pain point for people because they're actually having to go out to site. Sometimes they're not actually being financially reimbursed appropriately for that time because it's Correct. an expectation and it has to happen. Yeah. Um, what about accuracy? Accuracy. Has that been another key? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I guess in Queensland we have Queenslanders. Um, and a lot of the, you know, the, the designs that, that, that they had and, and the way that they were built, they're not always square. Um, mm -hmm. So you do have issues with, with measure ups. Um, but as far as like a, the 3D scanning side of things, which is the methodology, the hardware that we use, mm -hmm. um, it's accurate to, to six to 10 mil. Um, so quite, quite accurate if you're comparing that to disto and, and, and tape measure and photos as well. Okay, so what you're basically doing is 3D scanning. Correct. Is that so? Yeah. Little layman's terms and yeah, like, effectively. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, the hardware side of things and, and the process that we would take in, like, actually physically going out on site, mm -hmm. um, is yes, is three D scanning. Okay. And so, what is the process? You're going out the site and holding a stick or something, <laughs> and then like a wizard, and like it just puts no, that, it all into some globe, and then <laughs> what? The, the wizardry is for the surveyors. That's that's you know, you know that, that's sort of the yeah the, the, the sticks and trumpets. No, so uh, any three D scanner you might see them. Um, they're, they're they're a device that sits on a tripod, um, and then that they will they will take a, a full three hundred and sixty and top bottom scan. Okay, you're going to show area. us an example of that later. Okay, of what it looks like. Okay, yeah. excellent. Yep. Okay, so you've got this three D scanner, and then yep. does it like? have like like a, a camera does it have a little chip or something in it that then you have to put in your computer or does it like bluetooth all that information somewhere else like how do you actually get it from from the two so it, it, it's basically just fed like it's um wi-fi so it okay. just feeds to a tablet okay. and then we can upload that tablet um through a cloud um, and okay. then we obtain that on the computer from from the cloud okay so my understanding is you've you've gone into a building you've mm -hmm. done this 3d scan it's been fed through the tablet and you've put it in your cloud yep then what how how we actually get from that point to then actually helping people yep so there, there's i guess from that point in time once we've taken the scan mm -hmm. and once that data once we have that data which the output of a 3d scan um is uh what's called point cloud okay um so I, i'll i'll provide an example of what a point cloud looks like, but that point cloud um, is then um, a series of data points. Mm -hmm. So they're XY coordinates with an RGB, which is a color spectrum. So we can then model, or anyone really can model um, anything that they like from that point cloud data set, yep. provided that they know how to do it. Okay. Yeah. So, so does so, everybody know how to do that? So if you went and provided this service to say, Joe, the drafty down the road, yep. and you just gave him that, point cloud software, yep. would he know what to do? Is that? Probably not. Okay. Um, so which, which is again, one of the, one of the, the things that we've done is we've, we've in-house the modeling side of things. Okay. So um, talking with, you know, building designers and architects and, and, and understanding where this might fit within their workflows, mm -hmm. um, we're sort of identifying a couple of different s scopes of works, so to speak. So um, for those that are interested in, in actually modeling, 
that mm. that's definitely something that they could take. They could learn mm -hmm. how to do that. Um, it would still it would still um, mitigate the need for them to go on site and measure up. It would it never ever mitigates the need to go out on site and look around. Okay. So it, it, that's one thing that this like it's about as close to, to the real thing that, that you'll get as far as walking around. Mm -hmm. But being on site and like, you know, from the discussions with architects and, and building designers, that when they're on site, they're, they're looking, they're seeing, they're, they're, they're looking at what features that they can use. Um, and while a point cloud data set does pick that up, the context of real life does, uh, it, it won't mitigate Okay, that. so it doesn't replace the fact that you need a designer to be out on site, but it does replace that workflow process of having to actually physically measure, measure things. Yeah, and how long does it take for the 3D scanner to work? Like say in a room like this, which is, you know, 50 meters squared. Um, it, it, it all depends on how many um, individual areas you have to get into. Okay. So if we've got one big open room, we might only have to take two scans, which might take the 10 minutes. Okay. So whereas if there's different rooms, we have to connect those rooms all together. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, for this example, there's there's three or three rooms here. We might do two or three in here and then one and one and two for each one. So this might take me 20, 20 minutes. Okay. Um, and how big a space can you do it in then? What, uh, if, what if I was in a big auditorium? Yeah, you could do it in any. So. The, the, the type of scanner that we use at the moment for this sort of thing is more specific for indoor use. Okay. Um, we do use a little bit of outdoor, but um, say for example, if we needed to do a big hangar or, or something like that, we would get a specific scanner that, that had that distance and that accuracy okay. that was required for that particular job. Okay, so you're not going and scanning like Notre Dame? Uh, you, well, we could. <laughs> That's but... the only one experience <laughs> I have of hearing about this cloud point. So. Yeah. Oh, look, it, it, it is becoming quite, it is becoming a very... Mainstream. Yeah, let's call it mainstream. But um, interestingly, you know, uh, I was talking with an architect who mentioned about Venice and, and how mm -hmm. they redo uh, and re renovate and refurb uh, all of the buildings in Venice. Okay. And they, basically before anyone touches anything in there, they, they do a full 3D scan and point cloud model of every building. Okay, so is that so that if, you know, dodgy guy comes down the street and goes oh i'm just gonna remove that wall and then the heritage department or something comes in and goes there was a wall there yeah we've got the cloud point data set quite possibly that... I, I think it's also that and a and, and a combination of designing within within that as well okay because what, what what a point cloud data set does as well it gives you context to what you're actually modeling whereas if you if you're doing a measure up you've got a 2d plan that you're looking at you mm -hmm. might have drawn the floor plan you, you, you're obviously doing your heights of walls and um, heights of ceilings and that sort of thing on a 2D plan, mm -hmm. um, but that actually doesn't give you context as to what's there. Yes. So you what can, do you mean? Can you explain that context? Yeah. So, so traditionally measure ups, uh, I would go out on site, mm -hmm. I would use a disto, a, a tape measure to measure mm -hmm. the space. Um, I would then have a 2D plan and I would annotate notes on that as far as dimensioning. Um, I would then take a series of photos of the area, um, which would give the context as far as what I'm measuring. Okay. Um, but if I'm looking at that model in a point cloud data set in comparison to the traditional model, yep. I'm actually looking at what's there okay. in, 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 in very fine in, detail. In true form. Um, okay. Yeah, so, so it gives you the context of, of where you're sitting, how you, what you're looking at. Um, you know, am I looking at a, a, a wall with cladding or am I looking at just a wall that's asbestos? Do you know what I mean? Okay. So it, 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 so you, you can, can actually that. see that detail, yeah. Really? Yeah. And it also, it, there is also a photogrammetry side of things. So, it, so there, are, there are photos that do get associated with 
with oh, the scan. That's really cool. Yeah. And what about things like furniture or desks that are in the way of, say, a wall? How does it overcome that or does it pick them up and, you know, draws in the couch? Like, yeah, how does that it, work? It, unfortunately, it's not like that. That's one of the drawbacks. Yeah. So if you've got an area where there are a lot of like, there's a, is a lot of furniture, that's mm -hmm. something we're going to we're going to pick up all of that. OK. Um, what that then translate to is that will be in the point cloud data set. Mm -hmm. But following that modeling it, we wouldn't model a couch. Um, or, or something in there <laughs> that's in there. Um, okay. We can obviously remove that in the model. So, so okay. then the model side of things um, is more for us to then provide that to the, the end person designing that project. Okay, so is it easier to remove furniture from the model or easier to just move the furniture? You can do both. So okay. within the point cloud data, you can actually remove and section out um, items okay. and you can actually crop them out and delete them. So say for example, if we were going in and scanning someone's house mm -hmm. um, and they had photos on the wall or you know documentation on, a, on, a, on something, we can actually crop that out and, and remove it. Okay. And so you've said um, a couple of times now you're working with um, designers and architects. Is that the only people who would benefit from this or is that just from your particular, who you're aiming at? Or are there other uses that you're finding maybe your counterparts are doing or um, this technology is being used for? Oh, look, I don't think we've scratched the surface with what the application of 3D scanning is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's been around for a long time, you know, probably, I'm actually not sure, like 20, 30 years. Okay. Um, but it's just been so expensive. Um, the, 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 the hardware and software okay. has been so expensive that it, that it hasn't actually been feasible to do something like this. Okay. Um, whereas now the technology is becoming a bit smaller, it's, it, it, it's less, the capital cost of, of it is, is a bit less. Okay. So to offer something like this, traditionally it would have been scanning a, a high rise. Mm -hmm. um, and to justify the to cost. To justify the cost, okay. that's right. Or, or a big construction site to justify the cost. Um, obviously, you know, residential design or residential renovations and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. you know, if I was to charge $15,000 for it, it's, it's not feasible. Yeah. So no. it, it's becoming, it's becoming, I'm not more, paying you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's becoming a lot more feasible. So what are the costs associated? Um, do you have any examples? Just, yeah. Yeah. So it, it sort of depends on what the output is. Mm -hmm. Um, so as I was, as I was saying, like, um, as far as an output, like the point cloud data set, that being an output. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that we're looking at doing is, or what, one thing that we have done is actually bringing in uh, what you would have normally called a detail survey or a contour mm -hmm. and detail survey. Um, so we've gone out on site, done a contour and detail, we've pulled that data into a Revit model. Mm -hmm. uh, so we use Revit as well. So we pull that into Revit and then we bring in the point cloud data set mm -hmm. and align them correctly. Okay. So we can provide that data set to a designer. Does that mean that you can only work with designers who use Revit? Uh, predominantly, it doesn't, it's not just limited to Revit. Okay. We, those that use ARCHICAD can use mm -hmm. it in SketchUp. You can bring the model into it. It's okay. just different files that we have to produce. Okay. So yeah, it's, it, it, we're still working with trying to refine the output for okay. those that aren't using Revit. So what if I owned a house and I just for the kick of it wanted to get you guys in to do a 3D scan so that I had some data, would I then have to, what would that cost? And then would I have to get a, a designer then to do more work to actually show me the plans or the model? Yeah. So one of the outputs that we've been, been providing is actually plans. Okay. So PDF plans, so that, that would be floor plans, elevations, 
um, any call-out features like stairs mm. or stairwells, that sort of thing. So we're actually utilizing, we're actually pulling that data out of Revit um, and then putting it on a PDF. So for someone in that position that was looking for a measure up of their of their existing house, yep. um, that yeah, that's definitely something they wouldn't need but to. How invest. much would it cost? <laughs> cost, cost, cost. Just a um, roundabout. Look, I know it's really hard to yeah. to give specifics, but like, what yeah. are people looking at just so that they know? Look, you know, something like that where we're going out, we're doing a scan, we're providing point cloud data, um, which again is not, there's a bit of um, registration and manipulation for us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we might be bringing in the contour and detail plan as well and, and registering that, mm -hmm. not doing any modeling, not doing anything like that. Okay. You know, something like that might be 800 to, to 1200. Okay. You know, roughly. Yep. Um, versus us doing a, the full, a full Revit model. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on the, how uh, the designer uh, sort of wants the output, depending on their libraries. Um, you know, you could be looking anywhere between eighteen hundred and two and a half thousand dollars, and it could be more, um, okay. depending on how big the house is, how intricate the, the, the space is. Yeah, um, so you could average it out to about maybe four grand to get everything. No, no, no. So that so so the oh. two thousand would be like let's just oh, say two thousand, okay. and was that would be full models the... and the scan and everything like that. Oh. Yeah. seems pretty reasonable. And yeah. is that kind of almost my understanding for what a designer or architect would charge to go out to site and measure sounds like it's pretty much same same yeah look <laughs> funnily enough it, it varies so much um you know i've been speaking to some building designers and, and drafts people that charge four hundred dollars to do a measure up um, and then some architects that charge five thousand mm -hmm. dollars so the spectrum is so big for my for, for measure ups and and i think that there's there's a lesson in that um yep. that that there is that this is a you know that this is something that is a service that that they're providing to their clients so uh, in my opinion i think it should be something that they definitely get paid for and paid paid well for because mm -hmm. as you would know any renovation any remodeling any design work unless you've got existing condition you're not really designing what's there mm -hmm. so yeah that's really exciting okay well do you want to any parting words before you show us on the computer <laughs> what you're actually doing and the outputs um the I, I don't like this is not a I, i'm not looking to like you know sell like obviously you know we're in, we're in a service business right? <laughs> yeah but m the biggest thing for me is just trying to add value to to, the, to 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 an area where i can see people have a pain point okay um and that's you know realis realistically those that hate measure ups and you know i spoke to, to one gentleman yesterday and he was just like you've answered my prayers because measure ups are the bane of my existence um, and I spend so long on site and then I have to remodel. So, so really it's just- It's tedious and boring. I couldn't imagine. He, I don't do it, but. Yeah. He said that it is pretty boring <laughs> and, and it takes him away from designing. Yeah. And that, that was the thing that, that sort of stuck with me as well is if we can provide this to any architect or building mm -hmm. designer or, 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 or interior designer or you know, commercial fit out company. Do you think it'd be good for builders too? Yeah, absolutely. Like I feel like that's, yeah. we haven't talked about that much, but I feel like that would be great. You just come in and go, here's the model and yeah. now do your, do your do thing. Your thing. And, and we have had clients that are builders, so they have mm -hmm. engaged us directly to, to provide this model. Um, and the, the, I guess where they come, you know, what, what they get out of that um, is generally going to be better than what they would do measuring up. Mm -hmm. um, but again, as I said before, it doesn't negate the need for them to go on site and really look at it. And I will put a little caveat in, in there is that um, 
you know, before any builder goes and actually builds something, they like really the, this is accurate to six to ten mm-hmm. mil, but you know we have to draw things square, so we have to model it square. Okay. Um, which means that there might be variation in walls and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, which a builder would need to take into consideration when they do their. So build. it's probably not great if um, like the wall is completely bowed or. Oh, we can like, we can actually model that. Okay. okay. So so if if there's but is a necessity. Yeah, it's, it's so it's almost like a yeah. octagonal type. Yeah, I don't yeah, know it's like shape is. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a curvature to the yep. wall, or the okay. wall might not be square. Mm-hmm. But from my understanding, from the way that um, building designers and, and architects would, would would do their designs, it needs to be square. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've come across any building designer architect that says, "Oh, it's good. It, it's easy to model it not square," because mm-hmm. um, you've modelled these terms too. Yeah. Yeah. Proverbials. <laughs> no need for that, Phil. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I swear all the time. Okay. Excellent. So, cool. you want to show us what 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 the go is? Sure. Cool. Yep. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see this product in action, please head over to the Urban Planners Queensland YouTube channel. Links are in the episode notes or you can find the recordings by visiting upqld.com.au. That is upqld.com.au.